You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. on the Glass Cannon Network, where we bring you the finest in Blades in the Dark actual play. That is Blades in the Dark, the incredible game by John Harper and Evil Hat. Go and buy a copy. It is a lot of fun, and we're going to show you how much fun it is today. We are deep in the guts of Season 2, dealing with major world-shaking events let me introduce my cast, Josephine McAdam, Abu Salim, and Ross Bryant. What's up, guys? Yeah. Hey. What's up? <laughs> I decided to start throwing my howl elsewhere. <laughs> um, is, is... <laughs> I mean, I mean at least your dog has a lot to say. <laughs> Josephine has come with her pack of baying hounds. <laughs> Josephine is like release the do- the dogs. That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll edit this part out. <laughs> you know the or hardest keep thing. It, you know, I think it's quite nice. I think, I think it's it. nice. Show show real life. You know. Look, man. The sh- the real show. I think. I think this now. is this is like, it now. Yeah. Right now. People want to see us get up and go do something else for a while. 100%. You know? Yeah. The Sorry audience. Just the the like the BTS. Oh, no, don't bring him in here. <laughs> don't bring the dog here. Don't bring him on camera as much as I'd love it. Oh my for those God. of you in the audio listening audience, um, Jordy the dog is wearing a very adorable Burberry hoodie. <laughs> Can I can I just say that 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 Burberry look right? If you were to walk around in London I with know. that look, it looks like a chav. I'm just saying. I know. Yeah, oh, it I'm looks like what, it, what totally does it look like? Here. A chav. Like a chav. Sorry. Or a What's Ned a chav? A, I might have to yeah. explain what that means. All right. So yeah. basically, I mean, I don't know how to explain this without being offensive. I mean, it's not really. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to be offensive. We're allowed to be offensive. Okay. No, no, it's just it's just UK slang, really. It's yeah, it's essentially like actually, you know, what? no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the responsibility for this. I'm googling Chav and I'm gonna read what the Google says. Chav, yeah. a young person of a type characterized by coarse and brash behavior, with connotations of so basically, it's like if Kim Kardashian didn't have money and she was in yeah. the UK. Well, but their wardrobe is like Burberry and then tracksuits. Hmm. That's exactly I just wonder. It. I just wonder, based on that definition, why Abu thought it was offensive. What What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say, Abu? Well, listen, what I'm just saying is like, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a, a disparaging yeah. nickname for a type of person. Um, yeah, sure. It doesn't um, seem to be well. Okay. It, well, it, it's it's a lot of like it could be it could feel like uh, classist at times because yeah it exactly that's tends it. It to be a lot of lower income. I, I feel like maybe an American analog that would, that has a similar kind of kind of baggage would be like the the phrase white trash like yeah. coming from the south as we do. Uh, yeah, Jared, yeah. That, that has a that has a certain. Uh, 
Well, I am white trash, and I'm proud white trash. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's okay. not quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you're allowed to have uh, derogatory words for different uh, economic classes. <gasps> Ew, okay. no. That's, that's, oh like, my God. that's so British, man. That's no. <laughs> like such a British thing. What? I'm not allowed to call rich people. Uh, wait, what's the word oh, for sure. rich people? The 1%? So, well, no, but like a derogatory term. Oh, one percent is a, is like a derogatory a, term. Kind of snobs, wealth criminals, but it's kind snobs. Of, that's kind of the joke, right? Uh, but you know, that's why he's like, we're like Michael, and like this is our like little hooligan. Hooligan is like hooligan, yeah, hooligan. closer, yeah. but it's yeah. a little more hooligan. derogatory than. Mm-hmm. And what are some derogatory yeah. terms for poor people? Let's go around the horn, no. Josephine. <laughs> what can you think of any? No, no. I could like, scav. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. pro derogatory terms as long as it's punching up, you know. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, All yeah. right, let's yes, not punch. Let's true. not punch down today. Okay. Well, I apologize, and soon this episode will be removed from YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, man, you know, what I'm saying is, can is I just say, the- as a forty-something white male, you can't say anything anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no, Jared, get. <laughs> Get off of here. I'm constantly Go. being silenced. Stop it. Just because I want to say you derogatory things. Stop. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this. This is great. I signed up for this shit. This Day is one. the place to this is the place for me to have a platform about oh, this, right? Man, this is brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Really air this out. Uh, so. you know, this podcast on X. X.com. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> like Yeah, places uh, for you. Yeah. Well, I'm not the one that brought up shavs or whatever you guys were talking <laughs> shavs. about. That actually sounds shavs. really like sophisticated. Are you a shavs? Oh shav. Oh because all because Jordy was wearing Burberry. Yeah, yeah, hey, or man. Furberry. Spot something in me. I'm just saying. Ooh, yeah, no, I get it. I thought it was funny because of that, but no one here gets that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to fit right in. But no, yeah, he won't be wearing his little Burberry his Burberry hoodie in London, so Hey, I know another group of scrappy uh, underclass um, yeah. folks who are struggling against the one percent. Yeah, the remnant sort of segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna love this because I finally rewrote the intro. <gasps> really? A thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Irondale is a colonial enclave surrounded by blasted deathlands inhabited by nomadic horse tribes. Outside the city is a wasteland of the ravening undead. Inside the city is a sweltering pressure cooker of conspiracy and oppression. Life is precious in a wilderness cloaked in shadows. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Irondale are the blades in the dark. Yo, that's sick. (laughs) So good. I'm quite proud of sweltering pressure cooker of conspiracy and oppression. Yeah, that was very good. Okay, so... Uh, you know, sometimes we take a little bit of time between episodes, so I, I think that we need a huge recap. But before I get into our recap, I have some rules corrections, he said, pushing the glasses up on his nose. Uh-oh. The first Ooh. is that I owe you guys more coin. 
every time the crew advances a tier, each PC gets stash equal to crew tier plus two. Whoa. (laughs) So, I think you got to tier one back in season one. Yeah. Right. And I think we may have used the rule at that point. I think that you you got the extra coin at that point. I think... I think you're right, but I think no one else did it but me because I've always had this like stat, like I've always had a little bit in the stash for a while. I had like nothing. Okay, so I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt and say if Valkos wants to go ahead and add to his stash, uh, which would be, let's see, crew tier would have been one plus two, so three coin to the stash. Okay. He may. And Alden Sykes, even though you came into the crew later, I think that it stands to reason, given Alden's past and the fact that he came into this crew at, at a certain tier, he would also have three more coin. Yeah, Alden's okay. a hustler. So we so that's three coin in the stash? Mm-hmm. Yes, but it gets better because Ooh. you guys also <laughs> advanced to tier two at some point. So at that point, I don't think any of us used this rule. So yeah. everybody should get four more coin on top of that first three that goes into your stash. That's so wow. good. Shit, man. Okay. And what happens when you get to the end of a line of stash? Of your stash You bar. start filling out the next line of stash. Well, what's, the- what are the big squares at the end of... Each line, do we know? Oh, Josephine, with your specific questions all the time. <laughs> Let me yeah. see. For those of you not looking at the at the at the sheet, the you've got these sort of bars of stash, and then there's a column on the on the right side where each oh. uh, bar ends. In I feel like a juicy I think it's gray the final square. one because when oh, yeah, I, I went like to the, the next line, one. it auto filled that top yeah, one. I think it's the final one because it in that line there's only nine, and then it's like ten is the big uh, dot. So uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, okay. So, so yeah. Well, let's see uh, how retirement is looking now, and it's it's interesting because you guys definitely were talking about uh, retiring in Severos, and it looked like you weren't very close, but it looks like you're a bit closer now. Um, I actually will look that up later and, and let you know. Yeah, oh, here yeah. we go. No, I have it right here. Oh, so if you have a stash between zero to ten, you uh, you end up in the gutter. A wash in vice and misery. If Uh-oh. you have stash 11 to 20, you have meager, a tiny hovel that you can call your own. Stash 21 to 39, modest, a simple home or apartment with some small comforts. You might operate a tavern or small business. Stash 40, fine, a well-appointed home or apartment claiming a few luxuries. You might operate a medium business. How's everybody's stash looking right now? So I'm, I'm at 14. You're 14. Wait, how are you above me? Yeah, I'm at 12. I saved my money. Save my dough, you know? Right now, you guys have a tiny hovel that you can call your own if you retire. Yeah, no. no we're not doing that. But, hey, <laughs> if, if we hitch up and, and combine, does that work? We do that? Yeah, of course. Oh, if wow, you guys, that's you're making some assumptions yeah. there. Wow, okay. Well, I just no, I mean, we I mean, yeah, that could be... Yeah, that could that be, yeah, yeah, be combine. Is Valkos gonna Valkos is gonna ask Juliet to move in together? That's gonna be a huge. (laughs) Actually, they've been living together for a while, but I guess share a boudoir, Um, shared bank account, shared bank account, really. 
And you know when they get a dog that it's serious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, well, the first pet didn't go well so far. Yeah, well, we do go. have a uh, ape person. Uh, no, uh, Valkos uh, used it as a hostage. Used them oh, as right. a hostage. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Oh, right. So there we go. That was the good news. Now here's the bad news. And it's bad uh, news for just Valkos. What? I looked no. over I looked over the specific rules on tough as nails. Oh, for and God's we sake. have been using tough as nails incorrectly for many, many episodes. Uh -oh. here is the deal with tough as nails. Right. Tough as nails does not take a harm and push it down to a lower uh, harm level. Mm -hmm. Tough as nails makes the penalties for each level one lower. So what does that mean? It means that at tier three, you take negative one die. Like most characters take at tier two. Uh... It means at tier two, you have less effect. Like most characters have at tier one. And at tier one, I'm assuming you have no penalty. Mm -hmm. right? That's not bad. It's not bad at all. But here's the here's the reason it's like this. If I give you a tier three harm, and then we you know then we fill it up and it, the tier three and then you get it. Sorry, let me say this uh, correctly. <laughs> if I give you a tier three harm, and then yeah. I give you another tier three harm, that pushes the tier three harm up into level four, and you die. Oh fuck! Uh, okay. So things can go upward. Uh, and you're not constantly pushing things down so you would never die. Does well, that make sense? It. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, so that is what we're going to do from here on out. And um, uh, apologies for getting that wrong. Okay. Um, but um, I think, you know... I, I, you know, I think it was fun the way we were doing it, but we got to do it the right way. No, that makes sense. Actually, I guess it's yeah. the same. I guess the same, same, but different. But it's still, it's still scary because, because you're right, right? Because if I, the only way I could get like a level three harm is if I had a level four harm, but that's right. like death, right? right? Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, no, now makes it makes sense. a little bit more sense. Yeah, Just remember that, really that does. all the penalties go boop up one, uh, one level, and you'll you'll remember what toughest nails does for you. A hundred. Okay, and now let us enter the realm of imagination and story with this brief recap. The nobles of the Empire are in full rebellion against the immortal Emperor. The Civil War was set off when evidence of Lord Strangford's demonic corruption was revealed by the ink rakes of Duskfall. Hmm, I wonder how they got that information. Your crew, the Remnant, have relocated to Severos, where you're looking to retire in comfort. You have been looking for a job worth a lot of coin, and you decided to talk to a merchant named James Marr, whose boss, Park Wynne, a noble, has been arrested by the Imperial military. It was hinted that you would receive nine coin if you could get Park Wynne out of Imperial custody. You arranged an exchange with Lieutenant Sylvester, also known as Fuzz, of the Imperial Military, if you could capture a creature that had been terrorizing Irondale, a creature called the Burner, you could give the credit to Lieutenant Sylvester, and he would make sure that Park Wynn quietly disappeared from the Imperial cells uh, at the Imperial base in the middle of Irondale. 
You manage to summon the demon to the old tree with the help of Gritchen, the Whisperer, and the ghostly shaman who has been mentoring Valkos. Juliet trapped it in a circle of black salt. Alden got close enough uh, to to trap part of it in Gritchen's spirit bag, but it escaped. And then in the last moments, the demon vomited forth Eric, Lord Strangford's agent... Yeah. Out into the circle. That is a recap that I had to write down, so I got it all right. And now let us set the scene again. <laughs> you are behind, beside the old petrified gnarled tree. The demon, the burner, a, a, a hound made of fire with a kind of a strange sort of octopoid uh, arachnid creature that, that extends from its mouth stands there having just vomited Eric onto the ground. Eric is covered in sort of a effluvia of burning fluid uh, and looks up at you and smiles and you all stand before him armed and ready for trouble and he begins to stand up. Is there anything you'd like to do? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I'm going to try and possess this ghost again. Or take this Uh, ghost. Yeah, it's a demon, but you uh, you want to yeah you want to try to uh, possess it. Okay, because I think in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe perhaps I wasn't able to get it within me because I assume Eric was already within it. Oh. You know, it, was, it was full. So I'm now going to try again, um, knowing that it is completely empty. That makes sense to me. Just a recap for anybody watching or listening. Last time, Valkos tried a pretty amazing uh, occult maneuver, trying to absorb the demon into him, let it possess him, bond with him in order to capture it. <laughs> The first attempt was unsuccessful. It managed to break free from his control. But Valkos is going in to try it again right now. Uh, mm. As as Eric gets to his feet, I'll allow you, you know, in this moment where, you know, the, the beast, the demon is sort of vulnerable. I'll allow you to try it again. But if you recall last time, you had to do a lot of things to get up to its tier. Mm-hmm. So are, are you able to kind of complete all of those steps again? I'll give you a a little bit of an advantage. I'm going to bring it down a tier because it just vomited forth Eric, who I think their power is connected. And I don't know if this... uh, I'm going to put it at tier three right now. And I don't know if this holds over, but uh, Alden, of course, did write all those wind fox prayers all over. uh, That's right. And that gave gave Valkos an extra die. And we'll say that that continues to be true. You still have your spiritual coolant system. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to be using Ghost Fighter um, as a whole. All right. That brings um, us down to tier uh, two, which is yeah. your tier, right? Well, it would be tier. Surely it would be tier one, right? Because if, mm. if, if it's three. No, I think he was giving you an extra die, Alden and stuff. Right. Okay. It's true. Okay. Yeah. So it would be tier two, which is my tier then. Um, and then I'm going to push myself for greater effect. Oh, right. Yeah, because you want to completely absorb it. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's ask you, what action are you going to use? I'm going to go again with my skirmish. Skirmish. Great. 
And uh, let's set the stakes. If you fail in this, this time, this this is no longer available to you. Okay. You will not be able to attempt this again. This okay. this is all or nothing. Okay. okay. All so right. What's my position then? Your position is desperate. All right. And uh, it is for great effect though, because you're pushing yourself and you're taking that stress. I'm so put two stress down. Well. Yep, done and, that. And uh, suddenly Valkos leaps on the demon again, his skin singed by the flames <sighs> emanating from it, and you see <sighs> him like <laughs> stuffing six. six. Oh my man. Okay. Suddenly, the demon uh, is kind of uh, absorbed into Valkos's torso, um, and uh, Valkos is currently wreathed in eerie flame. His eyes are flaming, and flaming pseudopods are kind of emanating from Valkos's mouth and sort of feeling around in the air. But there's one more thing I should tell you, Valkos. Oh, shit. There is a line of flame between you and Eric right now. Can I see that? Yeah, you can see that. In fact, you can feel Eric. Interesting. And you hear his voice in your head. Degathos is bonded to me. Do you really want to challenge me? I'm going to grab hold of that fucking bond and try and do a tug of war, baby. That's what I'm doing. Um, uh, He as well touches his hand. He's not like tugging it with his muscles. He just touches his hand to that thin astral thread that is connecting you and and him and the demon inside of you. Cool. Let me ask Alden and Juliet, is there anything that you'd like to do? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Father. Um, now, Alden didn't see this himself, but perhaps heard about it. But you mentioned that when we encountered Eric on the on the Corsair, that he sort of summoned this dag- Dagathos, the 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 flaming demon dog, with an amulet that he wore around his neck, or uh, something that, like that. That uh, that is correct. I believe so. Uh oh, Jared's like, I believe you remembered that. <laughs> well, right? I, I I think so. There there was some there was some material component to that summoning. I thought there was. It was and, an amulet around his neck. <laughs> and um, I want to know if the if the <laughs> I think so. And um, I'm what I'm curious is is Eric wearing that now? Is that well? Uh, he is completely naked, except. Or an amulet around his neck. <laughs> He's okay. been naked this whole time? He's naked as the day was born. With an and amulet. Juliet, you can see everything. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Hey, what the um, fuck? And he's stacked. Um, All right, okay. he All right. is. Enough guys. Oh my gosh, very muscular, beautiful body. Okay, All right. You, we need to seriously. And it doesn't hurt right. that he's covered in a fiery oil. Okay. <laughs> oh my. Gl- glistening in flammable uh, oil. Yeah. Can we just talk about the fact that this guy tried to kill me? All right, thanks, kill guys. Bye. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, I would like to disrupt the effects of that amulet. Um, so, uh, 
I think I might try to whip out a dang old gun and shoot it off. Can we not talk Amazing. about whipping things when the guy's naked, right? Don't whip anything yeah, whip out. Yeah, whip them. Right? Just whip them, no, Alden. Just look. All right, I'm just got a gun. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna whip out my piece, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always got that thing on me. And, uh, are, you gonna sh- are you gonna shoot him uh, in the process, or are you gonna shoot it right off of him like a gunslinger? I mean, Ooh. the goal is just to like, I, I, I almost want to smash it, break it. Um, okay. So that's the that's the goal here. Okay, great. Break his break his spiritual connection to this to this thing. Okay, great. Uh, I am gonna set our friend Eric's tier a bit higher than you, two tiers higher than you, okay? So um, he is, yeah, he's a badass. Um, (laughs) However, I am gonna, I'm gonna take it down one because he is not currently you know, behind cover or ready for a firearms attack. So we'll just put it one tier above you. And uh, Mm -hmm. that means you need to uh, mitigate that somehow or you will have less effect. Cool. Now, um, shooting... Uh, seems to me that might that's that that seems like it's finesse, which is not a great skill for me. But um, <laughs> and I could bump it up if I had more stress to spend. But I've only got two pips of stress left. So um, maybe. So God, there's uh, um, actually okay. This this might take me out of things, but I'm gonna try to. Um, is you're there gonna a push for great effect? Uh, I, yeah, I could try to push for great effect because I feel like that's the only way I can I can bar- bump you'd the effect to level de- up. You'd prefer a devil's bargain. Devil's bargain. I'll hear one. Okay, let me think. So you're trying to shoot this amulet, breaking the connection between Degathos and Eric. And you need an extra die to kind of... Or no, you want more effect, right? Is that what you're the, trying to get? I'm, I'm between a rock and a hard place here, GM, because uh, the, the gun isn't... the. I'd love an extra die to get over my one die. But it <laughs> yeah. looks like the only thing I can affect is that effect level. So I'd push myself for great effect, but then I'd, it would just be a coin flip. Well, you can choose either one. You could you could have limited effect, but have two dice with the Devil's Bargain, or you could have one die to roll, but have you know standard effect. You can choose. Um, but I have to let me give you the bargain. Give me okay? the bargain. The bargain <laughs> is the bargain is that um, uh, you are soft. Right. So um, if you if you if you shoot him right now. Mm-hmm. You are going to um, take a level one harm uh, called uh, remorseful, and it's going to affect you know your effect throughout the rest of the score. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> cute. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, so are you going to use it for effect or an extra die? I'm going to use it for. Um, I'll use it for an extra die. Okay. Just so that I can shoot straight and true. But and um and tell me if it's 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 b- being a bad player to try to stack um things like this. Now that I've now that I've accepted the devil's bargain, I'll t- uh Can I also take a flashback? Of course, and it's not being a bad player. It's being a good player to figure out all your advantages. Go ahead. What's your flashback? 
great. So in preparation. Oh, by the way, you're almost <clears throat> out of stress, right? Oh, yeah. So depending on the, I'm, I'm putting this on your hands. I'll describe this. And if you tell me that this is a two stress flashback, then that means this is my last action in this <laughs> scene or whatever. Oh, yeah. God. I, I would like to be there with uh, Gritch in the Whisper um, uh, and getting her to uh, carve something with a little nail on the on the lead of this bullet um, so that it this bullet is itself an arcane weapon um, that it is that it is received uh, the blessing of of whatever gods they pray to in the dagger isles and uh, it's now locked and loaded and is the is the bullet that is going to be flying towards this amulet Great. I think that's actually a special ability that, you know, other um, other playbooks can't get. And maybe the oh, yeah. hound has, like, ghost bullets or mm. this will be a demon bullet, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I'm going to let you have that for one stress. Oh, oh I'm, being, I'm being so nice. But I think really that uh, you've that. already established your connection with this whisper. And I think she would have access to stuff like that. All right, then. Uh, my, what's my position here? Your position is going to be... Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Your position is going to be... It's not desperate because you're not going to get hurt. This is going to be risky for standard effect. And the if you fail... If you fail, you're going to... Uh, hmm, you might hit somebody else. Okay, and do I get and I get that? Because uh, um, everybody's remorseful. close together. Everybody's in this circle of black salt, kind of clumped together. Okay, and you get and I, remorseful if you succeed. That's the devil's bargain. Gotcha. Okay, here we go. Oh boy. So, um, Valkos is like tugging on the flame string. <laughs> Eric is laying hands on it and opposing him. And here we go. Okay, okay. I uh, I level my little uh, revolver and. That's a four. A four. Success with a consequence. Well, the first consequence is from the Devil's Bargain. You take Remorseful. Great. The second consequence is this. Yes, you succeeded. You blast the uh, amulet off of Eric, uh, but you do not... Um, you do not actually shoot him uh, to the point where he is uh, injured or hurt in any way like okay. you kind of just like graze the amulet and break it off of him and suddenly the connection between him and the demon is snapped and uh, the uh, the line of fire just uh, gets like sucked up into Valkos and Valkos is now he's got tendrils of fire coming out of his ears and his <laughs> eyes and his nostrils uh, and you can see Valkos shaking with the power of the thing inside him and Eric falls to the ground, all supernatural aura sort of like, uh, you know, uh, burns off of him like shh, like steam. And Juliet, is there anything that you'd like to do? Yeah, I would love to. I'll tick off an unusual weapon. Um, I don't know how unusual it is. It's unusual maybe that it's in my hands because somehow I have one of Valkos's Severosi blades that I've taken and I would love to just run up and try to decapitate him. <laughs> decapitate? Him being Eric, Eric not Bob. No, I, I know that. You want to decapitate him. Okay. I would. Okay, uh, you can, um, you can uh, try, it sounds like, what action are you going to use? 
Skirmish. Although okay. I'm blown up, so I have one less die. Okay, great. Um, you are <laughs> going to use Skirmish against Eric. I'm going to say limited effect if you're trying to decapitate him. Has decapitation his tear gone is very, down is, with the loss of power here? Yeah, he's at tier three right now. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And there's less effect. Okay. Um, um, you could just go to Garrett. So you've gone from less effect to no effect because of your own less effect. Oh, no, you have negative no, mine one is die. Minus one die, yeah. Okay, m- minus one die and less effect unless you mitigate that somehow. Um, I could push myself to have it have effect. Okay. Uh, you should. Okay. If you want to. Um, do you have any, a devil's bargain for a me? A devil's bargain. A devil's bargain. Um, uh, yeah, here's my devil's bargain. Uh, if you succeed, there's going to be a particular, a particular supernatural effect that will affect Valkos uh, that is not going to be good. <laughs> what kind of bargain is that, man? I'm cold it's, now. It's I take it. Goes. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Love hurts. Wait, you said not good. That's it. Doesn't, you didn't say, like, lethal. It will right. not be lethal. Oh, wow. What a, what a bargain. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> not lethal, though, is it? We're fighting right now, you know? It's okay. Okay, so this is... What's the position here? The position will be, because you're not looking at harm or anything devastating happening to you if you fail, we're going to make it... um, We're going to make it risky for standard effect. Uh, The consequence, if you fail, uh, is simply that Eric will have a chance to regroup, get on his feet again, and uh, probably get back up to tier four as, like, ready to fight. Okay. Okay, and so I took the devil's bargain so that to mitigate my lost die, and we did the and I pushed myself. Okay, great. Here we go. God fucking damn it! Six. <clears throat> Amazing. A six. Sorry, Valkos. <laughs> um, Juliet, describe how you murder Eric. Yeah, I think you know he drops to his knees, having lost his power, and I think that it's kind of um, unsettling. To then have some, you know, on their knees who seems like helpless for a moment. She just walks up without any hesitation, pulls out this blade, and just goes to decapitate him without a second thought in front of Alden. I think I know why remorse is now uh, crowding uh, Alden's thoughts. It's just like he remembers other times he's fired weapons, and it's like, oh, there's... She's not right, uh, but at least they, he'll be—he'll survive. <laughs> and then, and then he's just <laughs> dropped, head locked from his shoulders. Uh, it's like, oh my god! Thanks for setting him up, Alden. Right. And here is the negative effect that I mentioned in the Devil's Bargain: blood spills across the circle, erasing away part of the black salt. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Meanwhile, Valkos, you can feel this thing inside you, and it is fighting for control. It's uh. moving one of your arms. 
hands, and it is grabbing at your weapons. Do I feel its intent? Its intent is to murder you so that it can get free of your body. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I am going to make a move for the amulet. Ah, okay, great. So this thing is not going to... It's going to try to, you know, exert its mental control so that you cannot get the amulet. So, So, okay. I feel like I will be using... uh, Well, I'm wrestling with it mentally. So would it be resolve? It would be something in resolve, wouldn't it? Right? It it would, but that's a a resistance attribute. Right now you need to use an action to get yourself over to that amulet and pick it up. And I can tell you this. Mm. This is this is how the roll is going to work. If you fail at this, it is going to take your big blade out of your sheath, and it is going to stab it into your neck for, oh, let's go ahead and call it a level three harm. Oh, great. Okay, can, fantastic. Can I assist Valkos if I see Absolutely. this like, wavering happening? Yeah, I want to yeah. like, <clears throat> sort take of almost one. go to him and say, Valkos, so, Valkos, stay with us, stay with us. Because I feel it is a a physical bout I am going to try and argue for skirmish because I'm fighting against myself because I feel like if I was to command I don't think it's about commanding it or command obedience with this thing because it's it's not going to work I could yeah. potentially attune but again it's like it's it's I'm not fighting to control it mentally I'm trying to to I guess I'm trying to think if I was... It's like, you know, when you're in a dream and you're trying to run, essentially. Yeah. But your body... And you're pushing yourself to try and run. I feel like that's the that's the fight I'm having right now. Okay. Well, in Blades in the Dark, you can use any action, conceivably, to do any task. So, okay. uh, if you are um, fighting yourself, and I really uh, imagine you, like, actually holding <laughs> your own hand. Do you know what I mean? And, like trying to bash it back and then trying to kind of twist yourself uh, out of your own blows to get to the amulet, then I will allow for skirmish. Okay. And I've got an extra die, right, for the assist, right? Yeah, I'll take a stress to assist you, and I think it's just trying to get eye contact and And what's the position? The position for this is desperate because, you know, it will take you out if if you fail. And the effect? The effect? standard. Uh, standard. Limit, I guess. You, you will get the amulet in your hand if you. If okay. You, yeah. Five with so success with a consequence. Success right. with a consequence. You manage to dodge your own blows. Uh, you manage to skirt out of the way of the blade coming at your throat, and then you fall to your knees in the middle of the circle and you scoop up the amulet. And the second that you do that, you feel the thing unable to kind of move your arms anymore. It's like its strength washes away. Mm. But there is a consequence, right? Mm -hmm. And that will instead be a level one harm called headache. (laughs) Okay. Great. Now, because of tough as nails, you don't take any negative effects from a level one harm. But if all your harm boxes fill up, you, you know, you get taken out of commission. So it still Great. matters. Okay. Um, what do I do here? Um, <clears throat> I, I 
might offer that maybe Gritchen and I might make another attempt with the bag. Yeah. If you, if if the if the demon is for the for the moment um, subdued within the body of Valkos, maybe maybe we can ask him to barf it up into the into the sack. Yes. In fact, Gritchen now approaches in her rabbit mask and says. Expunge the demon into the bag quickly. Let's right. get him out of there. How do I fucking do that? <laughs> do I? Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to push him out. Got to push him out. I, I think then what Valkos essentially <laughs> stay with me. Look, look at look at me. Yeah, squeeze my hand. Could I turn to the shaman that's inside my head for help, please? Because everyone else isn't helping. Oh, when the when the demon moved out, the sh- when the demon moved in, the shaman moved out, and so the shaman is kind of standing away from you, um, uh, and uh, and looking on you, and is saying, maintain control, share your soul with the creature. Oh, fuck, well, I'm just going to attune. That's real risky. Okay, I'm going to attune. And are you attuning to expel it into the bag, or are you attuning to do something else? I'm attuning to maintain control. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, my so, God. Just to be clear, if you ig- ignore the request to put it in the bag, and you sort of try to maintain control right now, you will have absorbed the demon in a semi-permanent way. You will have... You can tell that you will have somehow kind of melded it with yourself. Yeah, what is it with the people that Juliet sees and, like, getting possessed? I'm just... I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm going with it. Let's do it. Um, Okay. And let's find out what happens when we come back after a short break. We're back. Valkos has absorbed a demon called Degathos and is trying to meld it with his soul and take control of it. Valkos, you said you're going to use a, tu- a tune? Yeah. Okay. And because we're all in the mood of taking devil's bargains, I'm going to take a devil's bargain. Mm, okay. So we're using a tune. I'm going to... Let me just set all everything, okay? First of all, I think that this is... Um, I-, I hate to keep... Giving desperate actions, but Valkos sort of puts himself in desperate situations. (laughs) So be desperate uh, for great effect, okay? Okay. Meaning you will have absorbed the demon um, if you do this. Okay. The consequence if you fail is that the demon will have control of you for an unspecified amount of time. Okay. And the devil's bargain (laughs) is going to be. Is there even a devil's bargain here? Um, a level two harm. You have to take a level two harm to do this. Okay. And that level two harm will be loss of control, meaning that even if you do this, there is, um, there's sort of, uh, uh, you know, it makes your hands shake sometimes, or it, it makes it hard to focus because the thing is howling inside your mind. Okay. We go, team. Perhaps after having it as p- bonded to you for a while, you would get control of that. But for now, you'll take that level two harm. That sounds good. Okay. How many dice does that give you? Oh, oh no. my god! What happened? What happened? Oh, oh no! 
It's a two to one. What happened to Valkos' dice luck? to my dive, man. I don't, know, I don't know what is going on. I don't know what oh, is going boy, on. It's really oh, on the line. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Wait, what oh. happens? Um, this is what happens. First of all, you do take that loss of control. Right. Harm no matter what, because mm-hmm. that was the uh, devil's bargain. Then I can tell you all that Valkos, Gritchen, and Alden approach and say, Expel it into the bag. And Valkos, you hear him say, No, I can I can do this. I can control it. And you see him kind of double over and do the, you know, the Jekyll and Hyde kind of like ah! And then all of a sudden, when he raises his face again, you are not looking at a person. You are looking at an animal. His eyes blaze with fire. The fiery pseudopods are swinging out of his mouth. And he snarls and attacks Alden Sykes. What? Oh, dear. Can can I try to... Balkos. Like, do something as well? Like, can I try to... Alden Like, jump in? Um, yeah, you want to jump in? Yeah, if you want to jump in, I'll allow it. Yeah. I want to tackle him with some standstill poison in a syringe. Even okay. if it means some harm, like skirt, like I want to try and tackle him down. Okay, that makes sense. And I see him because, diving for them. Yeah, because the possessed Valkos is focused on Alden, it makes sense that you'd have this opportunity, Juliet. So, what action are you going to use? I'm going to use skirmish. Okay. Now, I have minus one die because I'm blown <laughs> up. However... I do have trust in me, which gives me plus one die against targets whom I have an intimate relationship, right? Oh. Mm, yes, except that you're not really dealing with a Valkos right now. Yeah, but I know his body, right? <laughs> so I know Damn. how to... Wow, okay. Jeez. <laughs> Joseph, you are uh, on it today. What is happening? Ah, I'm just... I am hot. Wow, she, guys. She knows his you body. Just... settle down. Yeah. yeah I'll read the syringe, just whip it out. and. Uh... These are just the facts. <laughs> I'm going to let you do it because I don't like telling people their powers won't work unless it's really way out of bounds. So, okay. Uh, I mean, it just negates the loss I would have normally had, I think. It just okay. evens out. Yeah, no problem. Um, and, yeah, so I'm going to try and tackle him down and inject his neck with just standstill poison to just freeze him in place, right? It doesn't really stop the possession, but it would at least, like, stop the vessel he's, this demon is using, right, for a moment. Exactly, yep. It would, it would paralyze the body that the demon has uh, inhabited. And standstill poison is a tier four alchemical, so also yeah. helpful. And this is going to be desperate for you, Juliet, because these yeah. fiery pseudopods are swinging around so much that if you fail, you're going to take some harm. Okay. You're going to take a level one harm called burned. Okay. All right. Desperate standard effect. Standard effect. There we go. Five. Success with a consequence. Success with a consequence. The consequence is you're loading your standstill poison so quickly that... You kind of fumble with it, and you um, you only get a little bit into the syringe before you inject it. So the consequence is that, yes, he is paralyzed, but not for a long time. Did you just limit my effect? 
Wow. <clears throat> okay, fine. It's mm. no, you, he's, he, he's paralyzed just for not as long. Is, okay. that, is, is that not legal? <laughs> no, no, it's good. No, no, it's great. I'll t- yeah, let's do it. All right, different consequence. No, 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 let's do that. Let's he's do paralyzed that. for a while. But you have now used up all your standstill poison. A lot of it is laying there, uh, being absorbed into the dirt. You cannot use this. Uh, we cannot use this tactic, which Juliet oh, uses shit. a lot, again. <laughs> okay. Hey, this um, is my chemicals. That's how I do it. Of course, you okay. can't right. during the, during this you score. Yeah, yeah. You cannot use it again. Okay. Okay. At this moment, uh, as I see um, Juliet plunge the syringe into the fiery body of Valkos um, Alden will come to his senses and try to whip the bag, the spirit bag over yeah. Valkos' head like a hood Yes, and, I'm like, get this demon out of him and see if this this thing can be extracted by force and it is for not unless hmm? he expels the demon the bag will not take it oh my you cannot extract it from him? I can, can attempt we... an exorcism. Yes. What, what, what do you need for... The t- yes, then we need to, to get this damn thing out of him. Stand back. And she digs through okay. her... She digs through her pack that's nearby. And it brings out, uh, you know, uh, some kind of weird... Uh, symbol uh, carved in stone and uh, then she reaches delicate little fingers reach for the amulet which is still clutched in one of Valkos' hands and when she touches it it burns her Ah! we have to get that bobble out of his grip alright okay and um yeah, uh, Alden <laughs> will attempt to do that. Uh, I mean, it seems I've got my, my loadout is heavy. Um, this seems like a high. I, he wouldn't have come with like tongs or something, uh, but he might have come with like gloves or. Well, what does it say? Because your loadout <laughs> tells you what stuff you have. Right. Um, yeah, does a fine disguise kit help in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> does a fine disguise kit contain gloves? No, probably not. Well, I don't know that it would contain uh, heat. Like fire. <laughs> given, that I just, given that I just made a fortune roll and rolled a six, it does indeed contain a pair of gloves. Okay, yeah. Um, perhaps this fine disguise kit is more like a uh, um, uh, disguise for... Um, Stevedores who work at the Irondale docks. It's more to like blend in in, in in crowds of workers. And those are exactly the sort of folks who when when unpacking packing containers containing all sorts of electroplasmic apparatus need some some protection on their on their mitts. Yeah. He's got like a he's got like a rolled up um uh coveralls and gloves, and that's about as much as this disguise is. But um yeah, he takes out these these chunky workman's gloves and goes to pluck the amulet out of Valko's hand. Okay, great. What action is he going to use? Um, prowl. Prowl. 
Wait, should we even do this with an action? You're just pulling an amulet out of his hand, and you've protected Seems yourself with a glove. Simple enough, doesn't it? Yeah, and no, he's, I, he's I want paralyzed. An I want an action. There's something happening here that is dangerous. So, uh, and, my, my, and I'm using prowl because I'm trying to do this in a way that is like avoiding all attention. Um, it's like uh, going over the way these tendr- these tendrils are are roiling and swinging in one way, and he's coming in from underneath to just gently remove it from from his mitt. Valkos is shaking. His his muscles are twitching but in a way that doesn't make sense. Like you watch the muscles on his neck bulge out of sequence with each other, a vein in his head pulsating. Uh, and uh, those uh, those fiery tendrils, it seems like the thing is trying to crawl out of Valkos's throat, uh, but can't or, or can't move the, the body sufficiently. And so you now reach forward with your gloves. Uh, this is going to be risky. For standard effect, the consequence is that you too may get burned and take a harm. Okay, here we go. That's double fives. Double fives. Success with a consequence. Mm -hmm. Uh, You pull the amulet away. It is burning your hands. You throw it. uh, You can't can't even hold it in the gloves for very long, (sighs) although you are not damaged. You take no harm. And the consequence is that Gritchen says... The bag now, but you're busy, Alden. So it's up to Juliet. Uh, the bag. Uh, yes, and I'll dive for the bag. Okay. To, you, not that I know how to do any of this, but I. Yes, this is not your forte. You like science, and this is yes. crazy whisper mojo stuff. Yes. That is when Gritchen pushes the stone implement against Valkos's chest and, is, and says. Banish! I banish thee! I exile thee! Rum tum tummy, rum tum tum! And is screaming in her rabbit mask. Amazing. And let's see how our good friend Gritchen does. Okay. Uh, the thing starts to explode out of Valkos's mouth. It starts to just like come out in a wave of, of fire and muscle and sinew and it is lurching toward uh, the center of the circle and Juliet this is your yeah. one it's it's yeah you didn't have the bag over his head so you have to kind of I'm going to try and like catch this <laughs> demon what in action this are you going to use um, I'm gonna use skirmish, assuming that there's gonna be some like, this is not an easy thing like to do. Okay. There's some like physical endeavor in this. I'll allow it. Here it is. Uh, Risky for standard effect. If you succeed, you will have captured the demon in the bag. If you fail, the demon is free. And remember, the black salt is no longer here trapping it in. Yeah. Um, I'm this seems. Put- Ooh. I'm sorry, but this seems so important. Yes. I might assist to give you an extra die. <laughs> okay, but great. This, but this means that I will have filled my stress bar. Oh, I'm... Can... I'm going to push myself to negate my negative die. Can I do an action? I feel you are paralyzed. 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 What kind of action are you going to do? Well, I mean, 
His mind is aware. This is the yes. thing. My mind's aware, right? So yes. So this is the. I, I don't know whether this is. I mean, it feels part of the role play, but we'll see. So, <laughs> as it's coming out of my mouth, uh-huh. I think there is a moment, and maybe I can do a mo- maybe this moment works or it doesn't, but there's a moment where I, I, I feel like I want to speak to it, and I think there is a sense of viciousness, or one of my, you know, as my trauma comes in, and as I see her, you know, the sense of this banishment trying to happen to me, I feel personally attacked. I feel like she is coming at me. So I feel like rather than it necessarily coming out to the middle, I want it to almost go through her head as it goes through the middle. Gritchin? Yeah. It's almost like, as you see, the tendrils kind of come out. I almost like, I'm getting this from Baldur's Gate 3. It's like mind flare nature sort of like, and kind of, you know, I want it essentially be like, I'm trying to work with this beast, right? I'm trying to meld yeah. with this beast. So I'm almost trying to protect it. And, the, and by feeling attacked and being attacked, part of it, I'm feeling like I'm trying to almost aid it sort of from stopping from being banished. It can still go to the middle. But okay. I feel like I want to try and do something in order to... So here's the deal. She was successful in her exorcism role. So it's coming mm. out of you one way or another. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a pretty good whisper. Mm-hmm. You uh, no longer have the amulet, which allowed you to kind of control, control. and yeah. But you want something bad to happen to your crew? Okay, no problem. No, <laughs> no shame my crew, man. She's she's. I think I think this is the thing, right? I think there is a sense of I feel attacked, <laughs> and I think like again, my trauma would essentially because I am vicious, because this thing has made me vicious. I yeah. feel like naturally, my natural my my reaction would be a vicious act through someone yes. trying to affront me this way. I think that your head uh, your head sort of aims, you kind of lurch forward, and the demon is going to pour right through Gritchen's head as Juliet tries to capture it in the bag. And guess yeah. what? I'm not even going to make you roll for that. I'm just going to let it happen. So oh, okay. you want something vicious to happen? That's using your trauma, and I'm going to allow it. Let's oh, go for back. Malchus. Yeah, that's using your trauma. You're gonna let me just capture it. When we I'm do like, the XP oh. later, did you well, did you deal with did you deal with issues from your vice or trauma? Yes, you did. You are being vicious, and so let us now see how Juliet's roll goes. Okay, and do you want yeah. this extra die? I have three without it. Hmm. What do you think? Don't uh, take, don't do it, man. You'll be you'll be otherwise you're gonna get yeah, another stress. You dude. don't need another trauma. You don't need to get out, man. You don't need okay. another trauma, man. You just it, all didn't. We don't fresh. need another trauma. I think actually the way I can, I think the softness maybe is the reason why oh. I'm not as focused well, on, tr- is because I see what's happening to Gritchen. I'm like, no, not another. And, and uh, I think I just knock you out of the way. I'm like, move. Yeah, I'm useless <laughs> at this moment. Like I, I can't assist you. I'm like too horrified by what's happening to my my whisper confederate. Yeah. Okay. So wait, did you assist or no? I did not. Okay, great. Here we go. Uh, is this desperate? It is. Uh, it is desperate. Yeah, I think I might have said risky before, but it's desperate because if you fail, it'll escape. That seems like the whole point of the score. Yeah. Is a standard. Uh, yeah, okay. standard effect. You will capture it. Okay. Here we go. Ah. <sighs> A five nice. is a in five. there. 
Yes. Success with a consequence. Well, the consequence was already kind of set up by Valkos, <laughs> so I'll, I'll kind of let it come under this consequence's umbrella. The demon sort of tears through Gritchen's head as it gets sucked into your bag, and you watch as the flesh of her face and head, first of all, the mask cracks, breaks, and tears away, and then you watch as the flesh of her head is just ripped away and shriveled and burned until you're looking at nothing but a blackened skull. And her body slumps to the ground dead. And then the thing... (gasps) Down into the bag, and there's just a little tendril of smoke coming up from the bag. And looking at Valkos, you can see that he is kind of like bleeding from his eyes and nose and ears, but he uh, is no longer, you know, covered in in eerie supernatural flame. Uh, I think I'm just gonna hand the bag to Alden and run to Valkos. I will take it and make sure it's well and truly cinched up. Valkos stands there immobile. Oh, yeah. While he's immobile. And you, and you fought to not have the paralysis yeah, yeah. While he's be immobile, short. Like, idiot. That thing could have taken over you. I was thinking we just I was talked about this. Control. I take out a, a syringe, whatever, and like filling it with alkahest. And I'll just stick it in his neck. And just slowly... <clears throat> Inject that in. I, I'm sorry. I I don't know what came over me. I was um. I could see. I saw the hands. I, I saw. I saw the builder again, and I, my my. I'm sorry. I I just I. Yeah, you're sorry. Turn around, go to Gretchen's body. Gretchen's body. How's and Alden Je- doing? Alden just- is kneeling over the body of Gretchen, and uh, just as hand- you guys go to touch her body, suddenly uh, your ritual of the crow's veil activates, and you all go <laughs> and spit a cloud of supernatural smoke into the air. Uh-huh. Uh, and don't forget the body of Eric is laying there decapitated as well. Yeah. And um Alden mm-hmm. is just ha- his head hanging. His hand comes up, one hand is on the bag, one hand just reaches up to your uh shoulder, um Juliet, and it gently touches your shoulder. And then it just closes extremely hard. Pressure point what? hard. And looks hey. up. He's like Do you remember what this was for? We're trying to retire here. We scratch their back. They scratch ours. This is a long game. And you have to play smart. You're a scientist. So, prefer in the future we don't leave a trail of dead bodies in the bush every time we come out to do our work. Yes, I'm what a, a bloody mess! And uh, she didn't Get it deserve together. this. 
There are consequences. We know that this is dangerous when we sign up for these things. I there don't know always... what you did in Duskwall and who paid the price for what you what you've done. I've heard. I've heard. But around here, the, the, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the the uh, the spirits here are stronger. So don't worry. What you do here, no matter what smoke pours from from your mouth, with whatever rituals you've learned, the dead always come back to exact a price, and they won't leave you alone. Alden, in the shadows just outside the, the lights you have lit, and uh, here near the petrified tree. You can see just for a moment, standing and looking at you, a group of people. Severosi woman, a man in a cheap suit. You remember all of them. And now standing with them is a woman in a rabbit mask. They won't leave you alone. Oh, I know. I see how they haunt you. I saw it before and I know that they follow you you think that I'm not aware of the things that we do having consequences of coming back to find us that is all it is it is inescapable all we can do is try to exert control over it so Alden if you would kindly let go of me and move out of the way unless you want to get burnt and I'm like starting to put fire Mm. oil over their bodies I let it go and I'm like yeah of course I know. I know you mean it. Now I think I know exactly what sort of people I'm dealing with. I'm with you. But if you wade too deep in blood, there's no way back. I'm going to burn their bodies. Sure. As you're burning the bodies, you have time to reflect. Get your affairs in order, your effects in order, rather. And looking back down at the city, you see a lot of lights out on the water. Ships. Like uh, noble ships? Yes. Um, I have... Shit. I haven't used everything in my loadout. Um, <laughs> yeah, what else you want to? What else? I you wonder if there's in? like a like. Oh, I wish I knew. Like, a, if just one of these is like a telescope or something. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I mean, the loadout. I mean, your 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 equipment does tell you what you have, right? Right. What right. about subterfuge supplies? You don't think there's like a telescope, like binoculars or something in there? That's almost oh, no. all like um, oh, costume stuff. Yeah, you're right. It might be burglary uh, gear, though. Yeah, burglary gear is like lock picks and oil and uh, actually, here, here, I'll, I'm going to take off just for fun. I'm going to make it an arcane implement. I don't yeah. have a uh, I don't have a spyglass. I have a uh, a really <clears throat> polished piece of jade that was given to me by a by a, a Severosi trader, and it, I don't hold it up to my my eye. Um, you just watch me like put it on the top of my head, <laughs> like, and then and my eyes kind of turn the same color as the stone, and my my sight can kind of like <laughs> zero in on a point for a wow. second. Wow! I mean, when you when you open the box for arcane implements, it tells you what you get. Yeah, um, but that, that, that's not a complete list. We can use our yeah. imaginations, can't we? That's, those are examples. 
Well, because you're just using it for telescope for a telescope. It's a telescope, but it's I'll a it's a magic it. telescope. I'll allow yeah. it. I'll allow a magical telescope. But from now on, when you go for your arcane implements, I'm always going to be like, remember, one of those is a telescope instead of a <laughs> instead of a, a spirit anchor. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are now looking out. Alden, and in the sort of light that comes up from uh, the lights in the sea and from the lights that are, uh, you know, surrounding the city of Irondale, you can see that the ships are very big and they look like Leviathan hunters. I only hope that the, um, the military government isn't already fallen by the time we get back to do our little prisoner exchange. I'm sort of beside myself. I'm kind of staring at the bag, whispering. Well, you better get paid soon, because it looks like... Yeah. Things are going to change in Irondale. Not time. Just get yourself together. Not time. Okay. You re-enter the city. Are you going immediately to Lieutenant Sylvester? Yeah. 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 Okay. When you arrive at the... Uh, Imperial military barracks where Park Wynn is being held. You can see that it is mostly deserted, except for a, a, a small skeleton crew of uh, sentries. Lieutenant Sylvester immediately uh, meets you uh, in the shadow of the gibbet where people are hanged and says, um, So, did you get it? I just like have the bag. I wouldn't open this unless you have um, the means to control what's inside. We've held up oh. our part of the bargain. Wait, oh, how am I supposed have. to confirm delivery of the creature? Are you you're telling me it's in this bag? Well, I have no evidence of that. You could turn it against uh, your enemies should any come to shore. Give me the bag. Give it to me. I believe there was a price negotiated. Yes. The release of the prisoner. Don't. Give me the bag, and I'll take you inside, and you can take custody of this, the prisoner. All right. I give him the bag, but of course we have maintained control of the amulet. Yes, you have, and... Lieutenant Sylvester knows nothing about the amulet, but I can mm-hmm. tell you what he does do. He opens the bag immediately and looks down into it, and then an orange glow fills his face, and then for a second a pseudopod starts to poke out, mm-hmm. and he shuts it again. <sighs> okay, Careful. Quickly. Careful. Quickly, follow me. Uh, and he runs into the building, and you can tell that the building looks like a bunch of people left in a hurry, and it's mostly deserted. Okay. Um, what's the state of things here? <sighs> now? The, the, these, these, is the government fallen? Is the military fallen back to? The nobles. We thought they were just blockading between here and Agaros. They're invading. They're trying to take the city. Um, and seeing how deserted it is um, it's like where is the military going to make their stand 
Right now, we're trying to hold the coast. Against... Four Leviathan Hunters. Ooh. And now you can hear, like, cannons going off in the distance. Shelling this coast, okay. Yeah, Um, and in fact, as you run down the empty, deserted hallways of the Imperial Military Barracks, the whole building shakes for a moment, and plaster falls down in front of you, sort of making a kind of a, a cloud that is lit by the overhanging electric lights, and uh, soon you um, arrive at a big, heavy vault door that Lieutenant Sylvester unlocks, and you move into a narrow, cramped hallway, and you pass one cell, then another, then another, and you come to another heavy vault door with a glass porthole that you can look inside, and Lieutenant Sylvester begins to unlock this door. He opens it. He says, wait here. He goes inside, and he... I'm here to relieve you. Stand down, soldier. Mm -hmm. Head to the coast. Head to the docks. You're needed. Suddenly, a youngish soldier shoulders past you, runs back down the hallway to join his compatriots in the battle. And you can hear someone go, Well, I have a visitor. And who might you be? I am the man who's going to give you your freedom, sir. And perhaps you look (laughs) through the door or through the porthole and you see what Lieutenant Sylvester is doing. He's facing a barrel-chested man who's dressed in very dirty finery, whose beard uh, has come in uh, for several days, a man in maybe his 50s uh, who looks like he has a regal bearing, the one who was talking like this. (laughs) Lieutenant Sylvester walks up to the circle of black salt surrounding this man Mm -hmm. and brushes the black salt away. What? <laughs> You're free to go, sir. Oh, I'm going. His throat opens. What is he? An enormous entity starts to exit his throat. Is the entire nobility? They are all demon corrupted. Oh my god! Oh. A worm, many segmented, covered in mineral-like protrusions, bursts forth from his mouth. At its head is his face, and it begins to barrel toward the hallway where you're all standing. What do you do? Um, <laughs> At the head of the worm is his face? Yes. <laughs> wow. This can just I, keeps um, getting better. Can I, um, can I open the bag? You can open the bag. 
Uh, you have to push Lieutenant Sylvester. You have to attack uh, Lieutenant Sylvester and get the bag from him. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say this is controlled for great effect because Lieutenant Sylvester is a little bit busy uh, being flabbergasted, awestruck, and terrified of the creature coming toward him. Okay. What action are you going to use? Oh, man. Skirmish. (laughs) Great. uh, Control for great effect. For great effect. Go for it. Six. (laughs) Oh, nice nice, nice work. Valkos, you elbow Lieutenant Sylvester out of the way, ripping the bag from his clutches, and you open it, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm going to go and try and possess this fucking beast again so then I can tackle him beast on beast. (laughs) Degathos bursts forth, flaming from the bag, and lands in front of this worm-like entity. They consider each other for a moment. They're various mandibles and pseudopods, almost like communicating in a semaphore-like language. Then they both turn toward the four of you, including Lieutenant (laughs) Sylvester, and begin to prowl forward in a predatory stance. (laughs) We're so fucked. (laughs) What do you do? Um, And by the way, two demons that are probably tier four at least, maybe tier five, just as your GM, I'm going to warn you, this looks bad. <laughs> okay. So we know that yeah. Valkos is going to try once again to 100%. absorb <sighs> one of the demons. Alton knows this is beyond him. Um, or... or uh, I mean, Alden might fall back on his skills uh, as a last-ditch effort before just running. Yeah. And and just plead plead their case how they're how they're helping them out. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I like that tactic, Julia. What tactic do you think you'll take? I I um. I don't know. Run, running is not a stupid tactic, but you you know, uh, Alden's going to try something. Valkos is going to try something. Yeah. All my things are just, you know, big bada booms. Um, if I really fall on on this, and I don't know that it's going to do anything to demons. I... Oh my god, and I'm out of stress. That's the thing. I want to assist. No, we've blown our. We've yeah, we blew all our resources. Blown all our resources. Like, <laughs> oh, we're done here. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Yeah, no. you also all have a very high stress. Yeah. yeah. A, a couple yeah. of harms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll assist Alden because I think I'm just thrown off here I will assist Alden in trying to sway them as well you know that's I think what I would have done anyway or I can roll separately because I've got a pretty high sway as well like we could both attempt I don't okay. know what the best thing to do is either or okay alright uh, let us first resolve people talking and then resolve okay. Valkos' attack I think that that is the order in which things could happen you know yeah. with the most with the most quickness 
And so, Alden, I want to hear what you say to these things. Juliet, I want to know how you assist. Would you like so, me to sw- do the roll first or um, to see how effective it is or talk first and then see how it lands? I think that you should roll first. That way we right. can have the role play match the, the rules. Is okay. this uh, desperate or risky? or? This is... Um, it does seem quite desperate, doesn't it? Don't it just? Yeah. Desperate oh. for limited effect. Uh, okay. Because it, you'll, you will you won't get them to just be your friends. That's just not happening. But you may make them pause. And I get one bonus die for uh, Julia's assistance. Well, do you right. want to use it as a bonus die or as a... Or- can you? Is that all the assisting does, or can it be for effect? Assisting I is, think it's it just gives a, you die. a die. Yeah, die. Okay, Juliet, you are, I assume, also talking alongside Alden to these things. Yeah, and I think it's desperate of sort of like we were sent by uh, your assistant James Marr for your company. We are here to free you and and to aid you. You know, I think I just start talking before Great. Alden. Like, are you talking to? Park Wynn, who sort of stands Park behind Wynn. the... Okay. Yes. So I can tell you that as you start talking, talking, the body of Park Wynn sort of deflates like a balloon and falls like a sack of skin oh to the floor. God. And so that only the demon is here, and oh. you are talking to the demon. So um, I would like to uh, have the roll happen now, and then I want to hear what what uh, Alden and Juliet say. Okay. So, with the, all four dice to the highest rolls of five, not too shabby. Okay. But success with a consequence. So, yeah. Um, we, okay, if it's just the demons, we, we, uh, we have worked with your kind before. We are not unfamiliar with your ways, and, and we understand your great power and the things that you might be able to accomplish in this space, and we only seek to help you in some way. Yes, um, Mr. Wan, it was, uh, it was James Marr that sent us. So, we have come to free you that you can use your your potency once again in this world. This, uh, world which is, which is going to glance rightfully yours to use and shape as you wish. Yes. We are, all of us are your instruments, but we have served you well so that you can continue your great work. And in fact, our quarrel was never with you. We, we have no fight with you. We simply seek the body of Mr. Wynne. There are many other bodies on the shore coming in ripe for the taking okay um, you say all of this and you can't really tell whether they are paying attention because mm-hmm. uh, the, the human face on the end of this worm kind of isn't like making eye contact with you uh, you're not even sure if it can the face is almost like a frozen mask that smiles mm-hmm. uh, and uh Finally, you hear a voice. Insects! Cockroaches! What do you offer as sacrifice? And this is your consequence. 
the two things then do regard you with their attention and are waiting for you to answer the question, what do you offer as sacrifice? If you are truly their allies, you would have a sacrifice ready. Near you, Valkos stands ready to lunge at Degathos. Near you also, a little farther into the cell, Lieutenant Sylvester shakes and weeps. Looking yeah, upon these I, uh, things. Going off of this cold trauma development, I'm going to grab the lieutenant. Should I just like kick him forward towards them? What? What? What are you? No! As I say, take me! <laughs> Alden, no! I just like sort of. I, I'll try the, to hold you back. Yeah, I'll just kick forward the lieutenant and hold you. You say take me, Alden? I, I feel like this is this this the trauma of this day is feeding into the the he's soft. He doesn't like he doesn't like to kill. He has a sense of justice. This 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 one he shot he's remorseful, right? He shot the the yeah, yeah, yeah. off Eric yeah. and then, and assisted his brutal beheading. And now, and now, once again, he's just going to be using another person as a means to an end, um, mm-hmm. despite how corrupt they all may be. Um, the oh, worm so and Degathos start to head toward Alden Sykes. They are going to be on him in a moment, but I believe Valkos was tensed and ready for action, and yeah. so Valkos, you may now act. Are they ignoring right. the I'm lieutenant, gonna... though? <clears throat> they I'm are ignoring go. him, because Alden stepped forward and offered himself up as tribute. And, and now is, Valkos. And this I'm is gonna, mostly feeling remorse for Christian, who is helping me out. I'm going to go for a, a, a tackle and go for Degathos. Okay, very good. Uh, what action would you like to use? Skirmish. This time I'm realizing that I need to, in order to control this beast, I need to fight it. It only re- reacts to aggression. And so that's what I'm going to be using. Um, tier 4, but Ghost Fighter brings it down to Tier 3. And yeah. what I'm gonna, other? I'm going to expend my. I don't know. Did I? Did I do this actually? Did I expend my my battleborn in the last run? You expended it in the last. Yes, you expended it in the last, okay. which was part one of this <clears throat> score. So. Okay. So, can I take another devil's bargain for greater effect then? Yeah, you can take another devil's bargain. Uh, this attack will make both demons focus their attentions on you. Okay. What's the position? The position is desperate for um, it, desperate for standard effect, meaning you will once cool. again begin to absor- absorb Degathos. Okay. What the fuck, man? <gasps> oh, no. Do you... What? What was the two, result? Two, two, and a three. What is happening? Uh, do, do you have stress? That, remember I'm resistance, not. just in case. I don't know what's about to happen. Would you like to resist the consequence? Because the I consequence, I should have, I should have outlined the consequence earlier. I should have outlined the consequence earlier. But the situation is that if you fail this time, you're going to take harm. That's why it was desperate. And um, I, I believe that it's going to be a level three harm because both creatures are going to attack you at once. <sighs> Would you like to resist that level 3 harm, which will be called 
horrifically mauled. <laughs> if, if I if I resist, what would I be rolling? You would be rolling a physical attribute because you have decided to approach it in a physical way. Prowess. So it would okay. be your prowess. Fuck it. I'm going to resist because I know I've got one stress left. If but you roll anything lower than a... What, you a have six, one stress left. If you five, roll anything yeah. lower than a, a five, then you are in trouble. In fact, okay. anything lower than a six. So I've got to get a six. Because oh, yeah. even oh if it's five, God. I get one stress. Let me just say, I on that assist, I used my last stress. I'm, I'm done. Whoa. You were done? Oh, you're out? Yeah, that's what I was saying about like whether I should assist or whether I should just do my own action. But yeah, that was my last hurrah. <sighs> Well, luckily we swayed them so much that they are our friends yeah. only by destroying one of us. You know yeah. what? You know what? I'm just wanted resist. you to know the. I'm going to take it. If you're out, I'm going to take it. <laughs> okay. So perhaps at that, maybe yeah, maybe you just almost like reel into my arms at that at that uh, when they turn on us. Yeah, I think maybe I'm just like muttering like, "Why is it not working? Why is it not working?" You know, and I'll just like freak out on oh, you. Take me, take me. Oh, if it's if it's a blood you need. There's enough in here for the both of you. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna take they it. are they are ripping apart Valkos, um, burning him, and attempting to eat him. And uh, uh, they they have already created a level three harm for Valkos, so he needs help. And um, uh, soon, if they are not stopped, they will create a level four harm, which means that Valkos will be dead. And so um, okay, Alden is I, the only person left. I, what I, are you I, going I sh- to do? I shout out to them. Um, I guess this would be another sway. Like, uh, let our sacrifice be one of service rather than, 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 than take blood from us. What, what would you have us? Yeah, what would you have us do? Ah, we interesting. Can, yeah, give can, me a sway. Can, okay. Uh, could it not be a favor? Yeah. Desperate right. for. Maybe should have gone that way from the start. Limited effect. Limited effect. Did you hear that? I did. Okay. I got a five. <laughs> okay. Um, you're five. Uh, you're five. Why, means- why destroy a body that, that, that could do you great service? The worm talks again. What service can an insect do for one as divine as I? Service too debased for one so great as yourself. Surely you would not uh, wish to dirty your, uh, uh, mandibles (laughs) (laughs) on on all that, that, that you wish to have performed. We could we not, uh, in lieu of sacrifice, proffer some service to you, or something that you wish? Why destroy a body as powerful as as his, though it, though it pales in comparison to your might and greatness? Uh, surely, he could be more useful to you, uh, whole. <laughs> And powerful than wrecked and desynchronized. You hear the voice that says, Win! And then suddenly, Park Wind's face sort of 
Klingoth forms out of the face that was uh, there before. It becomes more human. And he looks down at you and says, Interesting. Very interesting. We will take this man for our food. And now Degathos runs over and grabs Lieutenant Sylvester and starts dragging him deeper into the cell, uh, uh, you know, uh, chewing on Lieutenant Sylvester's leg. And then Wynne looks down at you and says, Enter Imperial Headquarters and remove all demonic wards. Now! As my lord wishes it. Uh, thank you for uh, accepting uh, service. Uh, your voice annoys me like a gnat that I have to swat from my face. You disgust me. Do as I command, slave. Now! And uh, if we're being given leave to go to perform this duty, then I will attempt to drag away Valkos and. Yeah, Juliet uh, is just out from stress, so Juliet can kind of like limp along with you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think I'm like frozen. Yeah, over Valkos. If you're dragging Valkos, I'm just like sort of in a shaken state, like watching what's happened to him. Now. As you are exiting, you go by an office. You can see that a a cannonball has gone through the wall there. And you notice that this office was formerly locked up tight. And you notice that there is money from a safe sprayed all over the floor. (laughs) Aww. Jared giveth and Jared taketh That's away. That's very nice. <laughs> wow. How much? Oh, approximately <laughs> nine like, coins. How much? How much? Oh, <laughs> almost as much as uh, as Mar offered us. Um, so uh, I think as we pass that door, probably Juliet and Alden just kind of like look at each other, look back, and they go in there and start like <laughs> packing up as much as they can cram yeah, in their coats. Well, I think Alden can do it. I think I'm just like frozen with Valkos. I think I'm like completely taken out when the trauma happens. I'm just like, Valkos is duel, taken out. Well, Valkos I'm, I'm is not, taken out. I'm not taken okay. out. I just need help, right? Yes. So yeah, I, th- yeah, I read the tra- the trauma one. I think I'm like, I'm basically left for de- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I'm just like, like totally out of it. The per what we talked about with a level three harm does that. Do you need help, or are you just one less die in effect? Does it drop down to a level two? Oh, yeah. yeah that's he's, right. Yeah. yeah, that's true, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I I'm can't just believe freaking I, out in front of you. <laughs> a demon fed on Valkos's face, and he just has negative one die. Um, hey. He's a tough dude. Face was always uh, more... Face always looked like it was eaten by demons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you are able to grab up that coin, if you wish. And you are we able so. to... You are able to exit... Imperial headquarters. The city is on fire. 
You can hear fighting down toward the docks. You know that there's probably an Imperial military, you know, camp down there now. And you were the only one that can... Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. Valkos can act as well. So, Alden and Valkos, what do you do? So, we're supposed to take out some demon wards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, thing is... They can't touch us if we have demon wards. You so. know, Valkos, I was just uh, thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> and perhaps if we can find this room where the uh, where the wards are, if there is such a place, um, if we can, of course, take them out, but keep them. Would you like to do anything before you approach the Imperial readouts at the coast? Um, First, where the Juliet, where do you go? Um, unless, yeah, unless someone takes me, I think that she is, like, muttering to herself and, like, shaking, shaking, and just starts, like, walking I've, in I've a got direction. Her, I, yeah, I've got her around, like, the, like, my arm around her shoulders, sort of directing, and I can hear her muttering, and even I myself am shaken, but I think that small, that little pip of stress that I have left I'm using it to sort of direct and I'm kind of looked at Alden with like puppy dog eyes like lead us lead us please and it's totally ah. calm it's like yes of course don't worry got everything well in hand uh, and of course he is like hanging by a thread but he's like can can put up a good front and um, so just so I'm clear Jared are the uh, these wards that the demons were referring to are they in the facility we currently are or are they in the redoubt you just mentioned where they the are in the is? imperial encampment and in fact gotcha knowing the, the the situation for all of our players for all of our characters i'm going to make this offer we can now move into a downtime normally downtime it is assumed to go on for maybe a week mm-hmm. maybe several days We are going to do a special type of downtime where maybe it's 30 minutes, an hour long, right? Mm -hmm. So that will affect, you know, the types of things we can do believably, but it will give you time to heal yourselves and do other things to get ready for what looks like the score that the (laughs) demon has set you on. That's right. Okay. Okay. So we are going to see that downtime next time when we come back for our next episode. And things are really coming to a head here in Irondale. Lord Strangford has arrived, everybody. Yes, the fog of war rolls in from the sea. The fog of war rolls in from the sea. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. We will see you next time with more... Haunted City here on the Glass Cannon Network. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at jointhenation.com.